Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. Reminder, it's Tuesday. <laughs> that always throws me off. Today is Tuesday, because Hannah's here. That's and right. She only works on Tuesday and Thursday. And I, and I walk in the studio, I'm like, what are you doing here? She goes, it's Tuesday. I was like, right, because yesterday was Labor. It was a Monday, also a holiday. So it always throws so us off. So only Josh and I worked. Yeah. That, were you guys both here yesterday? <laughs> we sure. were. Oh, really? How'd it go? It went well. It was yeah. well we didn't yeah. have to start till 6 a.m. That was... That was great. That was sleeping in. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I, I should have taken the day off. It was a company holiday. We got double pay. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Oh, well, that's fantastic. Well, congratulations. Mm-hmm. I guess if you're given the option of either a day off or double pay, you know, that, that's that's great. Well, uh, that's awesome. Um, and today's Tuesday, as we pointed out, we definitely want to remember that. And we have, I don't know, what is it, like fewer than 60 days till Election Day? And so much is going on. Donald Trump is on a campaign. This guy is on a whirlwind tour. He's on the. He's doing the exact opposite of Joe Biden, thank God. But to, get this. this we, fe- we figured this out just before the show. He is going to be in Jupiter, Florida today, which is where the other Josh is from. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to Winston-Salem, North Carolina, which is where I'm from. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that weird? It's the Marquee Show tour. Yeah, it's like the, Donald Trump is doing the hometown tour of the Marquee Show. And uh, then I know, where are you from, Hannah? Someplace in Washington? Washington. It's a lost cause. He's, yeah, he's not going to go there. <laughs> it's not a swing state at all. <laughs> sorry about that. you got to live in a swing state if you want to see President Trump. That's you got to live in Florida, North Carolina, Ohio, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Michigan. Uh, what else are they? Ohio. What was the other one they said now? Uh-huh. Uh, New Hampshire. Texas could be one is of up them. for grabs. New maybe. Hampshire, really? I don't, know. I don't know if I would call Texas a swing state. Though. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure he'll make some appearances there, but I don't know that I would call that a, a swing state. Also, but lots of good stuff going on uh, over the weekend. This story, we right when we left on Friday, this story broke about Donald Trump disparaging the troops. So I guess it was Thursday night it broke. And we talked a little bit about it Friday, but it's utter hogwash. You can tell when a story's fake news because it, it disappears from CNN. And I know what you're thinking. CNN usually is fake news. But if they can't back something up, if they realize that something is just a total lie, totally bogus, they'll report on it and then they'll pull back. The fact that this Donald Trump calling dead troops losers and sucker story isn't being run at the top page of CNN right now, that that's alone tells you that there is no substance at all uh, to this story. And in fact, if you go to I haven't gone to CNN at all today, but if you look, oh, he's talking about attacks he's making on current military leadership. And then, of course, it gets into Biden and it gets into uh, Novak Djokovic um, almost killing a woman with a tennis ball. So you've got all that news. And then uh, and you have to really, really scroll down to find anything at all about Trump disparaging dead troops and calling them suckers and uh, and uh, and losers. So, you know, if CNN's not running it as a headline, odds are it's not true. Plus, John Bolton, who hates Donald Trump, just published this entire tell all book about his time in the White House. He came forward and said that was utterly not true at all. I, none of that happened. Got an email yesterday from the Trump campaign, 18 different people, many of whom were on the ground in France when this supposed incident happened. They're all saying this is BS. The anonymous sources, get this, are still anonymous. And Fox News, which I don't know what their play is. I don't know what they're trying to do here. But Fox News comes out and says, no, we've actually corroborated it. 
but they still they, they still don't tell you who the sources are. So basically, there, there's anonymous sources from the Atlantic magazine article, and they're saying Donald Trump said these horrible things. Well, who are your sources? They're anonymous. We're not going to tell you. But then Fox News comes out and goes, guys, it's true. We also talked to anonymous sources. They verified it. So until somebody's really willing to come forward, and even then, let's be honest, so many people hate Donald Trump. So many people would lie to hurt Donald Trump. So many people would do whatever it is they they could think of to get Donald Trump not only out of the White House now, but keep him from ever stepping foot in there again. That uh, you, I mean, you just can't believe any negativity that Donald Trump um, you know, toward the president of the United States, especially this close to the election. And maybe that's part of the genius of his bombastic personality. Maybe that's part of maybe that was a long term campaign goal. Maybe that was, you know, the long con, as they call it. You got to play the game. You uh, you just offend so many people and fire so many people and ridicule so many people and go on Twitter and call them low energy and losers and morons and not up to the job. And thank God that you just really berate these people publicly. So if they ever come back and say anything negative about you, you can say, of course, they're going to say something negative about me. They hate me. Do you hear what I said about them on Twitter? Either way, either way, it's a genius way to run a, a presidential campaign. You know who's not running a genius campaign? Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe, imagine being Joe Biden. Imagine running for president. Okay, the highest office in the land, the most powerful position in the entire world. Imagine running for president and coming out and saying one thing and then doubling down on it when you accept your nomination and saying, if I were president, I'm going to do this. And then realizing what you said you were going to do is totally illegal and then you have to go out and you have to walk it all back and say, you know, when I said I was going to do that, I'm not going to do that anymore. That's literally what happened to Joe Biden over the weekend. Joe Biden, you may remember, he was big about mandating everybody wear a mask. He said on day one, I'm going to make sure that we have a mask mandate, a national mask mandate. Because it's, what do you say? Something about it being patriotic. Well, we have the, we have the clip here. Listen carefully. Here he is. We'll have a national mandate to wear a mask. Not as a burden, but as a patriotic duty to protect one another. As a patriotic duty to protect one another. That's why we're going we're gonna to have a national mask mandate. And he was really excited about it. Well, <laughs> I guess somebody pulled him aside, or I guess somebody actually pulled out a copy of the Constitution and read through it. And they figured out that you can't really mandate that Americans wear masks. You can't really do that. You can't force everybody in the country, all 320 million people, to, to, to wear a mask for three months or three days or three hours or three minutes even. And so now over the weekend, he and his cohort, Kamala Harris, have both have, had to take the opportunity to basically walk back those statements. He had, they had to say, you know what, I realize you can't. And in fact, Joe Biden even said it's, it's unconstitutional. This was a report in Arizona. He was doing an interview. There's a constitutional issue whether the federal government could issue such a mandate. I don't think constitutionally they could. So I wouldn't issue a mandate. By the way, two interesting things. By the way, he's trying to say constitutionally, and he's having trouble with that. I don't think constitutionally they could. Constitutionally. And then he says, I would not order a mandate. So I wouldn't issue a mandate. But he, but he literally just said when he was accepting his, uh, his nomination that he would. We'll have a national mandate to wear a mask. We'll have a national mandate to wear a mask. But you know what? I'm not going to actually issue a mandate. And Kamala Harris was grilled by Dana Bash on CNN. They had to sit down. And Dana Bash brought her up to her and said, you know, you've said this about the masks. Would you actually do it? What exactly is the Biden-Harris 
stance on this. Would a Biden-Harris administration support a federal mask mandate? So the Biden-Harris position on this is that leaders must lead. And one of the ways leaders lead is they set standards. Okay, so leaders lead by setting standards. Now, that's different than a mandate. So Dana Bash comes back and says, so what are you saying? Is this a, a, a mandate or a standard? Would it be a federal mandate under the Biden-Harris administration? It would be a standard. It would be a standard. Oh, see, we realized... We realized that we tipped our cards. We realized that we are such extreme socialists and we want total control of the government and the people. We don't only just want to take your money and tell you what health care you're going to get or what you're going to learn in school or what history we want you to learn. We only want you to learn the part of history that benefits us. We are going to we're going to try to control every aspect of your life and we're going to force you to wear a mask. They forgot that they were living in a in a, in a republic. And not a socialistic uh, government. Not yet, at least. So they had to walk those back and say, yeah, you know what? That whole mandate thing is not going to fly. Probably the voters didn't like it either. Probably it didn't poll very well. Probably they asked a lot of people, hey, what did you think about Joe Biden saying he's going to force every American to wear a mask? And they got a lot of negative pushback on that. So now it's not so much a mandate. It's a standard. Oh, but here's the one thing Kamala Harris wants you to know about. We each have to sacrifice for the sake of the nation and the collective. We each have to sacrifice for the state of the nation, for the uh, sake of the nation and the collective. You know who used the word collective in their teachings? A guy named Karl Marx. 855-765-1045. We are not a collective. We are a country. There's a big difference. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We got a bunch of people already that want to get in on the phone calls. We got a bunch of open mic messages we're going to get to here in just a minute. It's mail time today, too, because, as I mentioned before, it's Tuesday. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We'll be right back. watch that movie the tenant this weekend and i gotta say that movie is more confusing than a joe biden speech <laughs> yeah that's right the tenant movie opened this weekend that was supposed to be the big let's see how uh let's see how it goes now the movie theaters are opening up and we're releasing major hollywood did anyone go to the movie josh did you go to the movies and not see even it? close not even close hannah did nope. you venture out to no did anyone go to i the barely movies? went to my backyard no i'm really? trying not to yeah. infect people You're, are you infectious oh yeah are no. you sick no no no. i'm not no no i'm saying like if i Mm-hmm. Let me backtrack. Anna, I'm not sick. I feel like if you're trying not to infect people, you shouldn't be here. No, I'm saying, like, I don't want to go to, to more places so that, like, I could increase my risk for getting the coronavirus so I didn't go out to the movies. That's not what you said, Joe Biden. <sighs> you said, I don't want to infect more people. Period. This is why I hate being, like, <laughs> on the radio. Is it, well, hold on. Is it a mandate or is it a standard? Um, it's a it's standard. standard. Under the Biden-Harris administration. <laughs> it would be a standard. It would be a standard. Yeah, that's a, you never be go, have to go, Don't go on the radio because we record everything and we'll play it back to you. Yeah, no, um, I know. 855 <laughs> 1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. This is Mike in North Carolina. Hi, Mike. How you doing? All right. How you doing? Oh, really good, Mike. What do you want to say today, sir? Well, um, I, I just want to say a couple things. I hear you talking about the, the, the mask mandate and how they flip-flopped on that, and it's really annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, um, I'm a I'm 100% re- uh, disabled veteran, and I'm in North Carolina. I know you've already covered this, and you've probably heard a lot of veterans tell you just about all the BS that the, that story has come out and everything. And, you know, I just wanted to kind of give, like, 
the take that I kind of have on that whole thing, if, yeah. if that's okay with you. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, four. They said four unverified. Oh, four unverified uh, sources said that. Is that correct? Anonymous sources. Fox, not, yeah, Fox News sources. claims that they verified them, but we don't know who they are. Um, and if we ever found out who they were, I'm sure they wouldn't be people who are known to be friendly to the president. It's not like, you know, Ivanka got drunk and told her girlfriends, oh, you'll never guess what my dad said about this. Somebody you could actually trust to tell the truth. It would be, uh, you know, it would be somebody who wants to do harm to the president because they're either A, no longer there, or B, don't want him to be there. Yes, sir. Uh, my, my, my thing is, too, is... is is John Bolton, of all people, was one of the people that came out and said, there's no way this happened. I was there. And I just, I just, I don't see that anywhere but one or two places because it doesn't fit their narrative of everybody is going to push him under the bus if they, if they think they hate him. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, I mean, John, like, John Bolton, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you say, what were you saying about John Bolton? I lost my train of thought. You <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry about that. Uh, I derailed your train. I apologize. Listen, I mean, we appreciate you calling, Mike. This whole, first of all, the Atlantic magazine where this came out from is no friend to the Republican Party, not just Donald Trump, but the Republican Party. The author of this article in the Atlantic magazine is very pro-military and like a lot of people in the military is upset that Donald Trump doesn't want to fight endless wars because when you're part of the military establishment or the military machine, you know, when you're a, when you're a war hawk, you need war to survive. That's your whole thing is war. Donald Trump wants a strong military. Absolutely. He wants to fund the Pentagon. He wants to make sure we have enough weapons and the best trained military in the world. He just doesn't want to ship them out every uh, time we need to ship them out. And he doesn't want to leave them there forever. He wants to start bringing people home. So there is a threat from the military. And there is a there is kind of a little bit of um, a little bit of angst toward Donald Trump and the top brass of the Pentagon over what the military should be used for, how and when it should be used and for how long. Very different ideals. Donald Trump has very different ideals on using the military than even just, you know, the Bush administration and Dick Cheney, who thought we have the strongest military. We might as well use it as often as possible. Um, so there is there's a little difference of opinion there. But when you look at the source, when you look at the source of the article, the guy who wrote it, the magazine it came out from, these are people that want to hurt the president. And then when you look at the source of the comments, oh, wait a minute. We can't look at the source of the comments because we don't know who they are. Anonymous sources, I mean, anything. When you hear anonymous source, basically you can just insert fake news there. Because if no one's going to take credit for the comment, if no one's going to, you know, verify that it was it was actually said or, uh, you know, they, they have firsthand knowledge of it. If nobody steps forward. It's because they don't want to be accused of or found guilty of perjury should they ever be uh, thrown on the stand. This is all I mean, this is all fan fiction on the on the side of the Democrats. And it's something we've heard before. And this Michael Cohen book. Oh, my God. It's it's rehashing everything from the 2016 campaign in four years. The Democrats and their henchmen have not been able to come up with one unique attack on the president. We'll take a quick break. And I'll run through those for you just so you can see for yourself. 855-765-1045. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. 855-765-1045 is the number. 
1045. And yet, man, a campaign is gearing up now that it's after Labor Day. This is the time when most people really start paying attention. And that's why you're going to start seeing more and more attacks, probably uh, an unprecedented number of attacks on the president of the United States. Probably not so many on Biden. Well, Donald Trump will attack Biden, but he's been doing that. In fact, he called him, he called him stupid uh, the other day in a, um, in a meeting. Biden's a stupid person. You know that. You're not going to write it, but you know that. Yeah, you know that. Everybody knows it. And you know, this whole thing with the mask mandate, that's part of it. Him, him coming, I mean, and this has nothing to do with his cognitive abilities. His cognitive abilities are different than his intelligence. And when you look at, when you look at what Donald Trump and Joe Biden have done in the different periods of time that they've been in office, it's out. I mean, it's astonishing. It's astonishing the amount of things that are happening, not just here in the United States, but around the world. I mean, you have another uh, you have another Mideastern peace treaty that's that's being signed. You have the Serbs and the uh, and the um, in, in Kosovo uh, that are coming together. I mean, it's ridiculous how much is being accomplished around the world as well as here at home. The job numbers again on the rebound, the stock market record breaking numbers all last week. It's it's really something that is going to be tougher and tougher for the Democrats to hide. And it's going to be something that's tougher and tougher for Joe Biden to overcome, because not only does Joe Biden have to overcome his weaknesses as a former vice president, as a candidate, but he's also got to overcome Donald Trump, uh, Trump's strengths. And every accomplishment Donald Trump has is a hurdle for Joe Biden, who has none. And that's going to be something that we're all going to be looking. And with this debate coming up, and that, that's the other thing, too. You know, I, I heard somebody say, because we were talking last week about how Joe Biden's, you know, it must be getting bad for Joe Biden because he's out campaigning. He's going to be in what? Somewhere in Pennsylvania today. And then he's, he's planning to go, I think, to Michigan next week or after a couple of days. He has to, you know, he doesn't campaign back to back days like Donald Trump does. Donald Trump actually does back to back campaign stops in one day today, Florida and North Carolina. You know, that, but Joe Biden doesn't have the stamina for that. He's got to rest up. He's got to rejuvenate himself. Uh, he's got he's like that old man in cocoon. He's got to go swim in the pool with the alien eggs so he can get more energy. And then he can go out and campaign some more. But with this debate coming up, I mean, somebody suggested on Facebook, the reason they're sending Joe Biden out to campaign is so that they can claim at one of his campaign stops he got coronavirus and then they'll be able to pull him out of the debate and it'll seem plausible because it's very difficult to catch coronavirus when you're sitting alone in your basement in Wilmington, Delaware. But if you if you go out on the campaign trail and you meet six or seven or nine people in Wisconsin or in 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 Pittsburgh or wherever the hell he's going to be, then, you know, you have a more plausible more plausible story. 855-765-1045. Candace in Pennsylvania. How are you doing, Candace? Hi. Oh, How good. are you? We're great. What did you want to say, Candace? I want Joe Biden to stop saying that he's from Pennsylvania, that this is his hometown. We don't like when he comes back here and he tries to represent us. We are middle class. Hang on, our hang on, Candace. It sounds like you're at the bottom of some kind of pool. Or or a retention pond or something. So it, it, maybe you could give us call. Uh, give us a call back and let us know what you were trying to say. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. This is uh, Kenny in Pennsylvania. Hi, Kenny. How are you? Hey, how are you, Mark? Oh, oh doing great. Oh, Kenny, your reception <laughs> from Pennsylvania is much clearer. What did you want to say today, Kenny? Yeah, number one, I can't wait for the debates. I can't imagine how the Democrats are going to let him debate anything. Yeah. Number two. It seems like Biden has ads that are tenfold to uh, President. Hello? What happened? 
How are yeah. you there? When are they? When are they going to add more ads? Put more ads on TV. When is Donald Trump's campaign going to put more ads on TV? Yeah, because you're seeing like Biden. Every time you turn around, there's a Biden ad. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Yeah, we, and you know what? There was a story about that this morning that Donald Trump went on Twitter um, to debunk. They're saying that the the story is that Donald Trump is running out of money. They're saying that Donald Trump ran so many ads so early on uh, during coronavirus that he's now out of money. And Joe Biden, who had like a monumental fundraising month last month is pulling way ahead, and that's why he's running all these ads. Uh, the Donald Trump campaign denies that. They say it's all part of a strategy. But here's the thing you have to realize. You have, you have to realize something. Donald Trump gets advertising for free, billions of dollars worth. Whenever he says something in a uh, whenever he says something in a in a press conference, for example, like this one, Biden's a stupid person. You know that you're not going to write it, but you know that he doesn't need to drop money on advertising because the news is going to play that over and over and over again. Uh, he has the ability to do these campaign rallies or to give these speeches at the White House that uh, many people think are to be disguised as campaign rallies. But the amount of coverage he gets from the get-go is, I mean, it's ridiculous and it's insane um, how much free publicity Donald Trump can acquire for himself. Plus, he has a huge Twitter following. I mean, it's so much bigger than, than Joe Biden and Kamala Harris's combined. He has a huge Instagram following. He reaches these Trump boat parades, which you start seeing everywhere. There is just an underground guerrilla network of people marketing for the president that he doesn't necessarily need to spend as much money on ads. However, whatever money they have, whatever money they're generating, whatever money they're earning, whatever uh, you know, uh, uh, donations continue to come in to the Republican National Convention, I believe they will use on a major blitz in October as you ramp up to the – I mean, you think there's a lot of Biden ads now <laughs> – you think there's a lot of uh, just wait. But when you when you look at Pennsylvania and Florida and Ohio and North Carolina and all the places that are battleground states where the battle for the presidency is going to be won or lost, um, you know, it's really going to be pelted. But look, I mean, Biden needs to run a lot of ads. You're going to see a lot more Biden ads because he's he needs it. He doesn't have the bully pulpit that the president has. So they're going to take their money and they're going to spend it on advertising. Um, also, the other the other reason you see Biden ads is because he's not campaigning as much. I mean, think about this. They can put him in a room and they can record an ad and have him say, I'm Joe Biden. and I approve this message. And then they can just run it over and over again. They don't need him to try to figure out what to say in front of a live audience over and over, which would be a much more daunting task. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. Matt in Minnesota. How you doing, Matt? Not bad. How's Mark? Oh, uh, Mark's great. Mark's great, man. What'd you want to say? Uh, my question is this. When the exit polls start coming in on November 3rd, mm. and I Googled how many registered voters there were, and like 16 or 12, there's a record number of 157 million. Okay. If Donald Trump, you know, the exit polls show Donald Trump anywhere near 80 million, how could Joe Biden win the election? If there's 157 million registered voters and Donald Trump gets 80 million, how could Joe Biden win the election? Yeah. Well, I mean, if a lot of those voters were in, like, Texas, for example, or Florida, where you have a large population, you could get more votes and still lose the Electoral College because, you know, again, that's how we that's how we pick our president. It's not by popular vote. Are you expecting Donald Trump to get 80 million votes? 
I'm hoping he gets a hundred million. Yeah, no, that'd be great. That'd be great. Look, uh, you're you're right about one thing. The it's going to be very difficult for anybody to fake this election or to claim that there's a red mirage that will disappear days after the election when all the votes are counted if there's a landslide on election night. So yeah, if Donald Trump can win Texas by a landslide and Florida by a landslide. If he can win North Carolina by a landslide, if he can get more and more votes, then it's tougher and tougher for the Democrats to come back and argue. But again, this is the way the system works. We know that California is going to be blue. We know that New York is going to be blue. It's the states, the big, the, you know, the, the big electoral wins, the Pennsylvanias, the Wisconsin's, the Michigan's, the Florida's, which could go either way. Um, however, if the polls have it very close I see that as a win for Donald Trump because you'll remember in 2016, the polls had a much wider margin between Trump and Hillary, and they all went for Donald Trump. 855-765-1045. All right, quick break. When we get back, uh, more of your phone calls. Plus, we'll talk, we'll talk a little bit about Joe Biden and the daunting task he has going forward, um, even though the polls all have him ahead. 855-765-1045. Oh, yeah, and I'll roll through some of the Michael Cohen tidbits, which you're going to see are just 2016 attacks rehashed and repackaged uh, in a new form. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We'll be right back. This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. This is uh, Sandy in Virginia. Hey, Sandy, how are you? Thanks for calling the Marque Show. Oh, thanks. I love listening to you every day, Mark. Oh, Sandy, I love being listened to every day. I appreciate that. Uh, Here what, you go. What did you uh, want to I say? You over the weekend. What I wanted to say was the lady called about the Trump advertisements yeah, on the TV. Sure. Well, who needs? He don't need to. We got float tellers. We got our bridges. <laughs> we got our corners, and we got Trump patriots everywhere. Yeah. He don't need to advertise because we're doing it for him. That's a great point, Sandy. There is a lot of grassroots effort. You, um, I mean, these Trump, these Trump flotillas, these boat parades. There was one in uh, Texas over the weekend, and there was a bevy of 911 calls from boats uh, sinking. Did you hear about that? Because I guess the waves were so high. There was so like high. five that like sunk, right? Yeah, it was crazy. The, there's so many boats out on the lake. The waves are so high. The wake is so high that these boats are they're just getting overrun and they're uh, and they're sinking. Which is, you know, luckily nobody was hurt or harmed. We and you know. I hopefully they're insured, <laughs> you know, hopefully they didn't borrow the boat, whatever. But you know, at the same time, when you see the video of these things, when you see, even here in Jacksonville, when uh, we went in, Ju I mean, and that was in June. In June, we went to that was already the second Donald Trump boat parade here in Jacksonville in back in that was months ago. And they're still happening every single week and they're getting bigger and they're getting better. And they're in places that you would never think you would see any kind of Trump, um, you know, uh, like some kind of visual Donald Trump parade of, of that magnitude. New Jersey, Minnesota, Michigan, they're all over wherever there's boats, there's boaters for Trump. And it's really it's really a fantastic thing to see and not something that I, I remember in in history ever happening. I never remembered, you know, like a George Bush boat parade. I remember John Kerry got swift boated, which was totally different. Um, but, it, you know, the enthusiasm for this kind of president, the enthusiasm for Donald Trump is is so palpable. It's so visual. I mean, people are so excited to tell you they love what Donald Trump stands for and they're excited to, to vote for him again. 
And, you know, and it comes from accomplishment. It comes from the things that people. Re- it's not because they love Donald Trump. It's not because they're big Apprentice fans. It's because they feel better and safer and and more economically stable and happier and prouder. And and, uh, you know, just, just overall, they are way more optimistic about the future under this president than they were the last one. And maybe even the one before that and definitely the one before that. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five. One oh four five uh is our number. David in World Golf Village. How you doing, David? I'm doing great, Mark. Love the show. Agree with pretty much all of your perspectives. Oh, I'll take it, man. Yeah. Pretty pretty much all is all we can that's that's all we can hope for. Uh, what do you want to say today, sir? Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate that. Um I wanted to say that over the last several weeks my wife and I have been counting how many organic Trump promos we see, like yard signs, bunch yeah. stickers, hat t shirts, whatever. And uh and Biden's. And we stopped counting Trumps after a few days when we hit a thousand. Yeah. And so far for Biden, we've seen three yard signs and two bumper stickers. So I think it's very fitting in terms of your last couple of callers about ads and and these things. We're also um, this last weekend we were in St. Simon's Island boating for two days. The entire island was like a Trump campaign rally. I mean, cutouts of him and Melania on the sidewalk to take your picture with balloons, banners. It was in, it was insane. It was fantastic. Oh, I'm so glad. Uh, that's I, what I wanted to say. No, I pray. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We really appreciate it. By the way, about these yard signs, we, I got like two weeks ago, I had an idea. I wanted to do like a cool video experiment. I wanted to go out and I wanted to have Donald Trump, uh, Mike Pence signs. And I wanted to have Biden Harris signs that I was going to set up a little stand, see if I could sell them, see what people would be willing to pay for a Donald Trump sign and see what else, what other people would be willing to pay for a, a Joe Biden sign. Because that's the big thing. We don't see a lot of Joe Biden signs here. You know, we don't see a lot of Joe Biden signs in Duval County. Uh, so I thought, you know, let's do a little experiment. So I, I go online. First thing I had to do is get the signs. I went to Donald Trump's website and I ordered signs. And it was three yard signs for $20. No, I'm sorry. It was two yard signs for $20. Two yard it's much signs. much easier for my math. Yeah, Thank so you. two yard signs for $20. So how much per yard sign? That'd be $10 per yard sign. Very good. $10 per yard sign. So I go, okay, great. I, I bought a couple of those. And uh, they shipped out, and they're arriving today. The Joe Biden sign, for one, for one sign, $25. That Twen- seems excessive. $25. Joe Biden sign, one for 25 Donald Trump, two for 20 Also... I ordered them on the exact same date. My Joe Biden signs have yet to ship. My Donald Trump signs arriving today. Out for delivery, as a matter of fact. I can track the UPS truck as it drives around my neighborhood. 855-765-1045. So there's, maybe that's the reason there's no Biden signs. They're too damn expensive. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marque shows on the way. Stay tuned to 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. 855-765-1045. That's our number. Don't wear it out. 855-765-1045. And, man, there's so much going on today. So I forgot. This Michael Cohen book. Uh, Michael, here's a big problem that the Democrats have. Everybody, everybody that they look to for negative and disparaging information on Donald Trump is somebody who who is either like a criminal, 
a known liar, somebody who is admittedly one of the most dishonest people in the entire world, and also somebody who hates Donald Trump. None of these are reliable sources. Nothing. Michael Donald Trump called Michael Cohen a rat. He basically fired him. He hung him out to dry, supposedly. Michael Cohen is in, uh, you know, is, is serving out a sentence for tax evasion and lying under oath. I mean, the guy has been the guy has been involved in so much criminal activity of his own admission, and now he's got this book and he's calling out Donald Trump. And the worst part is they're rehashing every every attack that we saw on Donald Trump in 2016 is being rehashed yet again, like they think it's going to work this time. Like, they think it's going to work this time. The John McCain comments. Remember the John McCain comments? I like people who don't get captured. You know, he's a guy's a loser. All that. It's being rehashed with this narrative about Donald Trump in France. Looking at the, uh, the, the cemetery and saying those guys were suckers. I don't know why anyone goes to war. It's all a lie. None of it happened. None of it. At least the John McCain comments. We saw Donald Trump say those. We saw Donald Trump on video say, John McCain, I prefer people who don't get captured. That no one can argue that Donald Trump didn't argue that these are made up fallacies that are that you don't even have a source link to. You have no recorded uh, proof of anything. And that's not journalism. That's propaganda. That's all you're hearing. And so they're rehashing it again. It didn't work in 2016, maybe four years later, saying that Donald Trump disrespects the military. Maybe it'll work now. I don't think so. Then in this Michael Cohen book, there's a whole story about Donald Trump going to a like a weird Vegas strip club with some Russian guys and seeing performers uh, simulate what's known as a golden shower. Where have we heard that before? Don't you remember back in 2016, the whole report where Donald Trump went to the hotel in Moscow and asked for the room where Barack Obama supposedly stayed and hired two hookers to do that same thing. And none of it was true. None of it worked. None of it stuck. And for whatever reason, I don't like they don't have a creative thought. That's the biggest problem with the Democrats. They don't have a single creative thought. They don't have a single uh, person who can attack Donald Trump on his accomplishments because they're too great and too numerous. And they don't have any candidates that can go up head to head uh, and, and say, hey, you know what? I'm a much better choice for this country than Donald Trump because A, B, C and E. You got Joe Biden flip flopping on everything. He flip flopped on fracking when he realized it wasn't popular in Pennsylvania and he needs Pennsylvania to win. Also, he claims to be from Pennsylvania, which he knows is a fracking state. So he better backtrack on it. Kamala Harris is out there also backtracking on fracking. Now it's the mask mandate. Biden was all for it a couple weeks ago. We'll have a national mandate to wear masks. Oh, but then you know what happens? People realize uh, you can't actually do that. It's unconstitutional. So he's got to come out and say, hey, I know Donald Trump said I was stupid, but I'm trying to prove to you that I'm not. There's a constitutional issue whether the federal government could issue such a mandate. I don't think constitutionally they could. So I wouldn't issue a mandate. All right. I wouldn't. I would. I would issue a mandate. But constitutionally, I can't issue a mandate. So I would not issue a mandate. It would be more of a standard. This guy is not this guy doesn't even know what he's talking about half the time. And yet you've got Donald Trump out there fielding all of these attacks and also accomplishing stuff. And it's really, you know, Joe Biden, Joe Biden loves you know what he loves to herald. I've been in office for 40 years. I've been in Washington for 40 years. I was vice president. 40 years means nothing if you don't do anything. Basically, 40 years means nothing if you don't do anything. I know people who have who've been tenured teachers for 40 years and have basically accomplished nothing. 
They maybe, you know, maybe their students can learn a separate language or not. I know that people that work in the government for 40 years, basically they've accomplished nothing. Just because you put on a tie and go to work every day and sit at a desk doesn't mean that you're being effective. So don't give me your 40 years of service. Tell me you've done something. Tell me, you know, in, uh, George Washington, when he left office, he wrote this big, long farewell address, and he talked about his 45 years of service. But he didn't just say 45 years of service. He said 45 years of service with an upright zeal, an upright zeal, upright, meaning honest and true and honorable and dignified and and for the betterment of the entire country and zeal, meaning energy and passion and vim and vigor and and gusto. And when you put those two things together, when you have an upright, honorable zeal, when you have when you have passion that is used to better this country, that's when it doesn't matter if you're there for 45 years or four years, because it, it, it's your accomplishments that matter. And Donald Trump wakes up every single day with what Washington called an upright zeal. And he gets out of bed and he puts on his suit and he starts working toward making America great again for individuals, for groups, for states, for organizations, for business, for you, for your family. Every single day, he is he is unstoppable. His energy is ridiculous for a man of any age. And he has accomplished more in four years than Joe Biden has in 40 so it doesn't matter how long someone has been in office. It's what they do with the time they get. It's whether or not they wake up every single day with an upright zeal and work, not just for themselves, but for you. Joe Biden, he put on his tie every day. He got his briefcase. He went to the office. He hung out with his buddies, called people folks, went to lots of lunches, I'm sure, had a couple Senate subcommittee meetings, and then... He figured out how he could benefit himself and his family. How could he get his sons jobs where they did absolutely nothing and made a small fortune? How could he get his brother and his sister-in-law lucrative government contracts? How could he help his other relatives with their businesses based on his contacts to the Oval Office and the Congress? It's not an upright zeal. That's greed. That's Joe Biden going in every single day for 40 years, not working for America, not working for Americans, working for himself 855-765-1045 is the number 855-765-1045 is our number this is kevin in jacksonville hey kevin how you doing good how you doing mark oh doing great what do you want to say sir uh i was in disney world this past weekend and the amount of people wearing trump hats and shirts and the diverse group of them was Amazing. So I can see how November might be shaken up based on what I saw down there. Well, like the Disney World poll. That's a great. So you were there. Do you work there or you were just hanging out? Just there with Darren Sunday. Yeah. Um, and it was just it's amazing how many people had the stuff on. The we gear, had, just walking around. We had a guy call last week who works there. He said, you know, I work at Disney World and I see Trump stuff all the time. He's like, I maybe have seen one Biden shirt. But he said, I see Trump stuff all the time. And it's, you know, it's no doubt that when people are and people aren't even scared anymore. That's the thing. I think people realize how many Trump supporters there are and how diverse a group it is, because it used to be that people didn't want to go out there with their red hats on for fear of retribution or for fear of somebody. But I feel like now more and more when people go out wearing Trump Pence gear or keep America great again stuff. Or, 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 you know, red hats that say make America great again. I feel like they're getting fewer dirty looks and more high fives. 
Well, or, you know, air high fives because of because of coronavirus. Maybe people like bumping their elbows. Uh, that's my own personal opinion. 855-765-1045. We got to take a quick break. We got some of your phone calls coming up. We're going to do some mail time here in just a little while, which is very exciting. And uh, if you want to drop us an open mic message, you can do that, too, in our 104.5 WOKV mobile app. Stay tuned. More of the Marque Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Marquee. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We really appreciate it. 855-765-1045. If you, uh, if you want to get in on the show, this is Ben in Fort Myers. Hi, Ben. How are you? Thanks so much for calling. What's up, man? How's it going, sir? Oh, good, Ben. What's up? What do you want to say? Uh, well, first of all, I wanted to thank you folks for uh, the fine reporting you do every uh, weekday morning. Uh, actually, especially so on Tuesdays and Thursdays with the three of you. But anyways, <laughs> uh, just two things. First of all, um, this earlier today you played a uh, soundbite in regards to Kamala Harris, you know, speaking of um, policies that they're going to be doing. However, I wonder if uh, answering questions is one of her policies because on PBS NewsHour she refused to answer any uh, reporter's questions. So I, I wonder how that's going to be taken. I, you know what? I saw that. That was and that was awkward because they didn't tell the reporter he was. He, I guess they'd wrapped up an interview and he had the, the he had the microphone. He goes, okay, and so now we're going to hand it over to Miss Harris for some questions. And he handed the microphone in her direction. She didn't grab it, and then her handlers came in and said, "That's it, we're done, thank you." And they, and he was like, "Oh, I uh, I guess we're not going <laughs> I guess we're not going to take any questions. Questions are it's and and that's another great thing. If you look at what Donald Trump does when it comes to questions and what Donald and uh, what Joe Biden and Kamala Harris do, the avoidance factor. I mean, you you can't trust if you can't trust the media to ask you a question that's not going to put you in hot water, then you're you're going to you know, you're going to have a tough time winning as a Democrat. But the questions are deadly for them because they don't want you asking questions. They just want to tell you they want to dictate. Here's what we're going to do, but they don't want to have to prove it. And not at all. Right. Um, One other thing this morning on Fox and Friends, they mentioned that uh, new numbers are out after this weekend that. 1,000 people per day are moving to the state of Florida as permanent residents from the out throughout the country. Um, in regards to that, do you believe that's based partially because Florida's economy is so open? And also, do you view the um, our economy, our Florida economy, that is solely based on tourists? Do you feel that that's still going to have enough? deal as years past or do you think it will take a little bit of a hit this year um i mean i think already it's taken a hit you're going to see i mean there's a lot of restaurants just here locally out of the beach that are having problems and hotels that are having issues filling and you, you the the one thing that you don't realize is the rental market in in florida has been decimated and so many people have lost, I mean, everything because of the rental market. Airbnbs, for example, people that do short-term rentals along the beach. These are these are uh, you know the majority of um, of the rental uh, you know opportunities that are here in Florida. I mean, yeah, you got the high rises and the big hotels and things like that, but most people uh, rent some kind of smaller condo or what have you, and that's been a huge that's been a huge problem for the people that own those kinds of things. Disney World, Universal, they they've got tons of money, they'll be fine. 
But on a smaller scale, I mean, tourism, it's taken a hit everywhere. Now, it'll bounce back probably faster here in Florida than anywhere else. As far as people moving into the state, I mean, there's no reason not to. Florida has basically everything. you got no income tax, which is fantastic. You've got amazing weather. You've got great opportunity for small business. You've got a Republican governor who understands how to mitigate a pandemic while also not decimating the economy. You've got a lot of uh, mayors and cities around the state that are also, um, you know, leaning red or leaning conservative. Uh, and the state has not been taken over or overrun by crazy socialists like a lot of other states in our in our nation, like uh, what's going on in Portland, like what's going on in Washington State and Seattle. So, I mean, it's a great place to be. Um, and will it change the political scope? I hope not. You know, I, I hope that when people come here to this state again, they all realize why they're coming here. And we see it with immigrants all the time. You talk to any Cuban that lives in Florida that came from Cuba in the last 50 years, and they're going to vote for Donald Trump because they don't want this to be like Cuba. They don't want this to be like the place that they fled. They want it to be like America. And hopefully people from New York and people from Chicago and people from wherever else, like I don't know, Washington, D.C., if they come down here, they feel the way the Cubans do. And they're like, look, I don't want this to be like New York. There's a reason I left. So... I'm not going to vote the way I used to up there, and I'm not going to institute the kind of horrible leaders here that we used to have up there. But it is, you know, it is always a gamble. Uh, hey, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. 855-765-1045 is the number. Tammy in Ohio. Hi, Tammy. How are you? Oh, pretty good, Mark. How about you? Oh, doing great, Tammy. What do you want to say today? Um, I'm just curious as to where this deep-seated hate for Trump has come from. You know, uh, we dislike people. We don't get along with some people. I've got relatives that I cannot really speak to because they just go off on them. I have a sister-in-law that posts things. Trump said this. Trump said that. And I'm like, I reply and say, you know, I look it up. I fact check it and say, allegedly said. He allegedly said that. Show me proof that he said that. Yeah. And and these people just will not back off. Yeah, Tammy, listen, we have to take a quick break. But that's a great question, and I think I have an answer for you. We gotta, uh, we'll get to get some traffic weather news here in just a minute. We'll be right back. More of the Mark K Show. Why do so many people hate Trump so deeply? It's a great question. Let's, let's investigate that a little bit. Plus, we've got some mail time. That's on the way. Stay tuned to 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. We got some, by the way, mail time's coming up, and we have some really impressive looking packages today. We've got two that they, they both make a lot of noise. That's one. Oh, goodness. Is that either something broke or somebody sending us Lego. I'm not sure. That's the kind of package I get when it's for my kids. I dread. Yeah. Oh, Because it takes so much cleanup. Yeah, because... you got to give the kids one piece, because if you give them ten in pieces, that's so much cleanup. Well, your and kids you, are also really young. It goes everywhere. Yeah, and they make the mess everywhere. <laughs> and you can't step on them. I mean, that's the other with your bare feet. I know. My son used to be really big into Lego, but he wanted the, like, super Lego, like the London Bridge Lego, you know, yeah. with, like, 5,000 pieces. And he'd come to me, he'd be like, hey, Daddy, I'm missing a piece. And I go, what does it look like? <laughs> and it's the tiniest little, like one tiny little gray thing in, in the carpet, which also happens to be gray. And I'm like, oh, my God, we're never going to. 
Whatever. Anyway, I'll, we'll open these here in just a minute. We're very It's like Christmas morning. Thing. Oh, man, it's so noisy. Yeah, I know. I love it. 855-765-1045. Real quick, though, uh, Tammy just called from Ohio, and she said, where does this deep-seated hatred of Donald Trump come from? Where is this all? Like, why do so many people hate? She uh, talked about her own relatives and said, I can't even talk to them. You know, they'll post something on Facebook, and I'll be like, that's not true. Donald Trump never did that, never said that. And they just attack. And it's not just in Washington, D.C., but that's where it starts. Don't don't get us wrong. But it's everywhere. Why is there so much hatred for Donald Trump? Well, on a, on a national and that's a great question. It's something that really people should people should investigate um, the, the two different sides of this country right now. There is intense kinship and love and adoration of the president. And that's the people that vote for him and support him and and wear the shirts and go to the rallies and and take their boats out on the river or the lake on a Sunday afternoon or a Saturday afternoon uh, for, for a flotilla. That's the one half of it. And as as much as those people love and admire their president, there's people that just despise the guy more than any, probably more than any president we've had in a very, very, very long time. And the reason for that is because when uh, when Donald Trump came to power, he was an outsider and nobody in Washington, D.C. could figure out how he was going to react. He was a he was an unknown entity. He was an unknown quantity. Also, they felt that he was not deserving of a position in the presidency because he was not one of them. He was not from political circles. He'd not been educated in the right place. He didn't have the right career path. He didn't have the right pedigree. You know, a lot of them saw him as a flim flam man, a real estate shyster who played this uh, wannabe business tycoon on, on a reality TV show. And now he was going to march into Washington, D.C. and tell people how to run their country. They weren't going to have any of it. They weren't going to stand by it at all. So they wanted to permeate. They wanted to get rid of him from the get go. And the best way to do that is to try to get people in this country to hate him. That's when the media attack machine got turned on. That's when all of the uh, that's when all of the, uh, the you know the the blogs started writing these these fake news pieces. But what happened then was something that again they should have seen coming, because when you have an unknown um, quantity, when you have this character who comes into town, takes charge, and you have no idea what they're going to do, what they're going to say, or how they're going to react. You can't play by the same playbook that's always worked. The way they they used to ruin Republicans in the old days before Donald Trump, the old Republican Party, the ORP, the way they used to ruin Republicans was by scaring them with negative media coverage. They would call someone at the New York Times or call someone at the Washington Post or the National Enquirer or wherever it was, I don't know, uh, BuzzFeed, and they would leak some story. Whether it was true, whether it was not, whether it was a rumor, it doesn't matter. And Republicans would back down because they felt that if it was that there was nothing worse than negative press coverage, they would apologize for things. They would they would resign their positions. They would never fight back. But again, Donald Trump is this unknown quantity. He's this unknown entity. He didn't play by the rules to get to the presidency. Yet they thought once he got there, he would all of a sudden start. Uh uh-uh. When the media attacked Donald Trump, he attacked them right back. He said, you are fake news. Jim Acosta, the very first press conference that Donald Trump had after his election. It was a two-hour press conference. I'll never forget it. And Jim Acosta gets up there and Donald Trump looks at him and says, you are fake news. And that set the tone for his entire presidency. You can't use the media to take him down the way Republicans used to be taken down in the past. 
And the media hates him for that. They hate the fact that when they smack him, he smacks right back. That he's able to call them out on their fallacies. That he's able to pull the curtain back and show everybody it's not a grand wizard of Oz. It's just some old guy with, you know, a loud computer and some fire. That's all it is. That's all Don Lemon is. That's all Anderson Cooper is. They're, they're the shim, they're the flim flam guys. They're the snake oil salesmen. And they're trying to convince you that it's the president. But they sow that hatred throughout. And anyone who's on Facebook or Twitter will see it and they'll think that they're being foiled by this guy. They'll use the House of Representatives to, to trump up these charges against him and, and bring forward these articles of impeachment, which go absolutely nowhere. Scandal after scandal. No proof, no proof. And people think that he's the worst. They hate him. They have no idea why. They have no idea why, except that they've been brainwashed by the media. The only issue is that Donald Trump fights back, and that's why they hate him. Now, Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, they've got other reasons to hate him. They need to get back in power quick, or else they're going to be getting calls from the Justice Department. They're going to be spending a lot of time in the hot seat. They're going to be subpoenaed over and over and over again, and some of them and their friends are going to go to jail. They're trying to keep the skeletons buried. They're not so much angry with Donald Trump or hate Donald Trump as much as they are in fear for their lives and their livelihoods, which I think to many of them is almost more important than their lives. When you're a Democrat, your livelihood is the most important thing. Hence the Clinton Foundation and uh, charging people to spend the night in the Lincoln bedroom and all the book deals and the Netflix uh, deals that, that the Obamas just made. People always say Michelle Obama is going to run for office one day. Why? She's making 50, 60 million dollars off of a Netflix deal. Why would you give any of that up? She lives in a beautiful mansion in where's a Nantucket or somewhere in Massachusetts. Why would you give any of that up? Livelihood is more important to the Democrats than their actual lives and definitely way more um, important to them than any service to the country, no matter what they try to tell you. But that's a great question. It's a great question. Hey, thanks so much for the call. 855-765-1045. All right, quick break. And then we're finally going to unwrap these packages and show them to everybody. I'm so excited. Uh, quick break. 855-765-1045. More of the Marque Show right after this. Josh just unplugged his headphones and started heading into the door. I thought it was door. noon. I, I guess like, no. I can't wait to we talk so, right we now. We stopped unwrapping uh, oh, okay. these packages. <laughs> we have to see what's in here. Um, any guesses, by the way? You had a guess, Hannah, right? I said train stuff. Oh, for the train. Yeah. Yeah, the Trump train. We still have two more overpriced cars that we're waiting for. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, but, all right, well, should we get to the mail time? My guess yeah. is jelly beans. Your guess is jelly beans? Yep. To answer your question, yes. Okay. You already know what time it is. It's the Mark K Show mail time. Now wait no further. It's your host, Mark K. Wow. Are you ever going to put that gunshot in there? No, that's your job. <laughs> All right, good. All right, yes, uh, Mark K Show mail time. And if you ever want to send us mail, we have an address, right? We sure do, and I'm putting it in the comments for Facebook. All right, what is it if they're just listening to the radio? 11700 Central Parkway, Jacksonville, Florida, 32224. Yeah, now, we should before we get to the packages, we got a couple letters, and we get uh, we get a lot of letters from the Florida State Prison in Rayford, Florida. We're very big with the inmates, and we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, and gals, we did get a letter from a female prisoner oh, as yeah. well. Yeah, she's a big fan of the show. Nice handwriting. We got, we got a new one. I'm not going to This is a really long letter, but I'm just going to read you the first part. Uh, because it says, to Mark K, 
Mr. Mark K, great show. I'm Tin Man on the Slab. I love that. At Florida State Prison. <laughs> what does that mean? And I appreciate the facts and information that you and Rush Limbaugh share with America. So thank you, Tin Man on the Slab. I assume that's some kind of nickname or yeah, like maybe a- it's... I, maybe it's like prison code for something. Like if you're a tin man, you have no heart. Or uh, if you're on the slab, you're like uh, you're cold, like ice cream. I don't know. Or maybe they're a lunch lady because they serve on tin trays and like there's a metal oh, slab. Oh, maybe. Yeah, guess. yeah maybe. Mm. Uh, also, we got another one from the Department of Corrections, but it's labeled legal mail, which we come to find out means there's legal documents inside. Right. And it's addressed to HNC Investigator Department. Is that you? No. Is that your side hustle? No. Are you a PI? So, but I almost opened this, so I'm glad I didn't because I'd be in some, right. be in some kind of legal trouble. I, I would have told on you. For sure. All right. So, <laughs> let's first, here we go. Shall we open the first one? Let's open it. All right. This is to us. And there's no return. It's from Amazon. People, someone just ordered oh, from Amazon. Perfect, hopefully, yeah. hopefully there's a card inside. Oh, oh, hold on, wait. Let me hit record over here. I want to make sure we're getting. Alright, perfect. All right, so this one is from. It's like there's like fluff or something. <laughs> like peanut butter and fluff. Fluff. Oh, look at this. Oh wait, there is a card. Oh yeah, oh. here we go. No, that's to return or replace my items. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Oh, for the Trump train. Ding, ding, ding. Love the show from Other Jan. Whoa. Oh. Did you know there's another Jan? Mom? Other Jan Wiles? I don't know. Look. Oh, look. It's, whoa. This is great. It's a lot of patriotic train flag? stuff. There's a oh, Liberty. Oh, yeah, some landmarks. Look, there's a flag, a Liberty Bell, the White wow. House. I saw the Statue of Liberty there. Oh, look, there's the, what is it, the Lincoln Memorial? Yep. Oh, I, cool. this is amazing. And a Mount big, Rushmore's probably in there. Look, there's an eagle, which is bigger than Mount Rushmore. Mm. So this is fantastic. Thank you, Other Jan. You're, oh, that got I lo- <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, we have, all right, so now this week, this is what we're going to do. We have a big map of the United States, which we'll put out. We were going to get a big piece of wood, uh, glue it down, and now we can put all the little monuments like where they should be, like That's in New exciting. York. It's perfect. This is going to be great. Where's Man, the eagle go? The Eagles in Philadelphia, just, right? We need to hang okay. it from the ceiling. Yeah, uh, we'll hang it from the ceiling, flying okay. over. Wish I'm like fish, fish line. Oh. oh my goodness! All right, sorry. This is the one that we think is broken, and again, it's because from Mark it. drops it. <laughs> it wasn't broken, but now it is. Well, it's, oh, it's oh, it's a game. Oh, it's a game. It's called the presidential wall game. <gasps> like Ooh. pin the toupee on the Donald. Look, you know what this is? Have you ever played Break the Ice? No. no. Look, this is just like Break the Ice, but instead of ice, you push out pieces of the wall, and you can't let Donald Trump fall. Oh, uh, like Humpty Dumpty. Push out huge <laughs> bricks, but don't let me fall. Who <laughs> sent this? This is amazing. Yeah, is there a paper? Yes. Thanks for keeping us informed. Love your show. Not sure of the size of this, but saw it and thought it might go with your Trump train. John Poloski. John this look at this. That's really cool. Oh, I know what we're doing after the show today. <laughs> the presidential wall game. This is fantastic. Oh, this is so great. And look, there's little there's little like mortar, what do you call those things? Little bricks? Mortar things that you push out the bricks with. Oh, oh, I don't know what it's called. Alright, you know what we're gonna <laughs> we have fifty more seconds, but we're gonna wrap it up early so we can play the wall game. Fantastic. This is great. Uh thanks so much for joining us today. 855 765 1045. And if you want to uh, send us something for next week's mail time, 
If you want to send us something, go ahead and send that to 11700 Central Parkway, Jacksonville, Florida, 32224. Y'all come back now, you hear? Yeah, yeah, I hear it. I hear it. Come back tomorrow for whatever you all want to say, by Thanks, Country Hannah. If you want to, uh, leave us an open mic message. Tomorrow we get to talk about whatever it is you guys want to talk about. Stay tuned. Traffic, weather, news, and uh, Rush Limbaugh all coming up next on 104.5 WOKV. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.